Welcome to Creating Real Marriages That Last with Dr. Mike Glenn. Today we're discussing two great lies that you've been told. Okay, so uh, as we've been talking about um, different, uh, well, things and parenting um, specifically, when your parents say you can be anything you want, mm-hmm. um, you, you've talked a little bit on your blog about two great lies you've been told. Mm-hmm. There, there, um, there are two great lies that our culture tells us. The okay. first one being you can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. And the fact is you can't. Uh, I, I would love, I would love, well, I'm glad you hear it. I'm hearing it right now. I'm glad you're hearing it from a friend. Uh, I would, I would, I love music more than anybody in Nashville. I love, I love great music. I love to hear it. I love to, I would love to play it. I would love to sing it. I have no musical ability. None. Now I know you're hearing me going, oh, well, Mike's kind of, uh, of you know, putting himself down a little bit, yeah. kind of you know, self-effacing humor. No, the yeah, honest truth is, I don't have a bit of it. <laughs> uh, now, in a, a former church, they brought me into a meeting and said something's wrong with our sound system. Oh, We've got to figure. This is a true story. This is a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, and they started playing it, playing it, playing it. And when I realized, they had not turned my mic off. Oh, gosh. And what they were hearing was me and the hymns. Oh, and they no. thought we were about to get a several thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar sound system because I wasn't turning my mic off in the hymns. <laughs> now, that is an honest, true story. Did you have to that, out yourself that and I say, th- no, no, oh, no, no I didn't say anything. I said, well, let's, let's watch it over the next couple of weeks and see if we can pee. And I started turning my <laughs> mic off, off, and it got all better. It's fine. Yeah, so, so this idea that, boy, if I just work, you know, yeah. you can be anything you want to be. So, Mike, I would love to be a musician. Right. Now, when all of us get to heaven, you're thinking, well, I'm going to go ask Jesus these questions. I'm not. I'm going to go back to the music room, and I'm going to play all these blooming instruments that I've been wanting to play all my life, and I've never had any, I'm never any good at. Um, and so, so first of all, the world tells you that, and in reality, you can't. You have you have things you're good at, mm-hmm. you have things you're not good at, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you can't be anything you want to be. You know, I, I tell the story that you know when I was in high school, Michael Jordan uh, or college, Michael Jordan was selling his shoes, two hundred and fifty dollars for a pair of tennis shoes, which at the time was unreal. Right. Well, the tagline was "Be like Mike." Mm-hmm. Well, you could put on those two hundred and fifty dollars shoes. I would never be confused with Michael Jordan. <laughs> I, I'd be the short, fat, white guy, you know, in a really nice looking shoes. You know. <laughs> So, so, and, and people people get into all kind of things that they're not any good at, mm. that they don't enjoy because somebody told them you can be anything you want to be, and you can't. Right. The second thing is the world tells you is you can be anything you want to be if you just work at it hard enough. Mm. Um, no, mm. I could I could take music lessons and now until Jesus comes back, mm-hmm. and, and I wouldn't be any good. Um, I, I could, I could work on my basketball game every day, hour after hour after hour, and I would never be good enough to play pro ball. Mm -hmm. And so then what the world tells you is, well, the reason you're not successful is you didn't work at it. Right. So now you got double guilt. Mm -hmm. Not only did I not achieve what I wanted to achieve, 
but I didn't do it because I wasn't really committed. Hmm. And nobody nobody walks up to you and say, you know, you're probably not any good at this. <laughs> You know? Well, yeah, I mean, you're, I'm imagining then what, what the, well, and we all do that. We slip into different things. Right. We think, well, I'm going to try this, but it just drains you. Right. There's no joy in it. No no joy. It's <laughs> hard all the time, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and which is one of the reasons you need to be in a group, a, a church, okay. because your gifts come easily to you, hmm. and you don't recognize it as a gift. You don't think it's any good because it is just there. It's just natural. Yeah. I think that was one of the first things. That well, not one of the first things, but you you talked about knowing your gifts, right? And you said those are those things that come naturally. It come very easily to you, and it's usually somebody outside you that says, "Hey, you know, you're, you're pretty good at this." Right? See, that drives me crazy. Our musicians here, I'll walk up to them and say, "Gosh, that was that was awesome." And they'll say, ah, anybody can do that. Right. I wasn't no, even trying today. <laughs> no, no, I know one person who can't do right. that. You know, so uh, so you, you need somebody around you to say, hey, you are pretty good at this and right. help you recognize those gifts. Mm-hmm. And then when you start working in what you're good at, then you you end up with this 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 flywheel effect mm-hmm. about it. The, the energy produces more energy, so you never really get tired of it. Right. Right. Uh, because you're working in you're working in what you were designed to do. Yeah. So the two great lines our world tells us is one: you can do anything, you, you can be anybody, you can do anything you want to. Do. No, you can't. Hmm. We all have limits, and and that's okay. Uh, the second thing is you can do it if you just work at it hard enough. Why Why do you think that those lies have somehow? gotten into our culture and our world wants to tell us that? Uh, there's a couple of things. One, we don't want to recognize we have limits. Okay. Uh, and we do we do a lot of what we do in our lives to push back on limits or extend limits. Mm. Uh, we want to eat everything we want to eat, and we want to lose weight. Mm. Okay, so, so now we have pills or whatever that mm. will help you lose weight, no matter what you eat. Right, right. Um, because we don't want to recognize, you know, you probably don't need 12 Oreos. Yeah. Uh, see, I'd rather, I'd want to eat a whole box of Oreos a day <laughs> uh, and not gain weight. Well, right. that's mutually exclusive. So we don't like the limits. Two, uh, we, we don't like um, the, the fact that there would, be, there would be something that our world values mm-hmm. that people tell us is important that we're not, that we don't have a chance of of achieving anything yet, uh, and so because you, our gifts come naturally, we do not value them okay. uh, because it's given mm-hmm. rather than you know something you work for, you value a lot more than something that is given to you. Right. Okay. So, <clears throat> just as a as a parent, I'm l- I'm listening to this, um, what are some things that parents can do to kind of remedy this? The situation of these lies that are being told to their children and to themselves by the world. What are mm-hmm. some things they can do to remedy well, that? Uh, well, first of all, um, uh, we, we need to restore the joy to childhood. Okay. Childhood is about trying lots of different things, <laughs> failing at most of them. Right. And, and living to tell about it and laughing about it of, you know, of, of learning that you can only swing so high on a swing before it flips you. (laughs) Okay. That's an important lesson. (laughs) And everybody needs to know that it throws you out and you land in the dirt and oh, it it, it knocks the wind out of you. Uh, But, but you learn, you learn some things. And I think there's this, uh, that we have to, you know, if you're going to be a pro golfer now, you got to start at five. 
Goodness. And if you're going to be a pro tennis player, you have to start at five or six. And, and then you, they sent you off to a camp. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a gymnast, you have to leave home and go study with some special coach when you're, when you're five, six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that robs childhood. Childhood is about exploration, testing limits, finding the limits, and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we need to restore the joy to it. The second thing is we need, we need to help our children understand, okay, you know, you failed, right? Mm-hmm. No big deal. It's not the end of the world. You know, it was kind of fun, but, you know, let's go try something else. Right. You know, maybe you'll be good at this. Mm-hmm. And that, and, 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 and uh, helping your kids understand that, boy, failing is, is, is part of the growth cycle, mm-hmm. part of the, the growth process is, is learning that there are things you're good at, not good at, and move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but learn that there's a lot, because, because when you get a little older, you're always looking back going, I wish I had them. Huh. Yes. You know, and if you can say, you know, I tried that. <laughs> I really didn't <laughs> I like wasn't it. Good at that. I wasn't good at that. I didn't like it. I, you know, so I'm okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Thanks for listening in on the conversation. If you want to find out more about Dr. Mike Lynn, you can go to MikeLynnOnline.com or you can follow him on Twitter at Mike Glenn. You can also download a free copy of 170 Ways to Love Your Spouse on his website, MikeLynnOnline.com. Thank you.